0: KENTUCKY GIRL CHAPTER TWO PART TWO Clem and Rachel continued on about two miles until they came to a nice flat clearing. They unloaded their packs and began setting up a campsite, knowing that the others would be following close on when Nancy felt better. They had a fire going and Clem's dog started growling. They heard a call from the woods, Hello, the camp. Clem answered, come out, show yourself. Two men, each leaning a pair of mules, came into the clearing. Greetings were exchanged and the man with the black beard said, I'm Rod and this one is Ted. We are returning to Virginia after a year's hunting in the wild country. He pointed to the two lead mules which were piled high with pelts. Clem answered and said, we're on our way to that country now. Ted replied and said, Them varmints will have your head up and you don't watch out. Clint said, Thanks, we'll be careful. All right, a light and we'll put the coffee on. Thanks was the reply. Rod motioned Ted to join him at their mules. While there, Rod whispered to Ted, Let's take him. He's just one man and we are two. We'll get us a lot of stuff. You'll grab to his back and I'll come at him for the front. Clem noticed the furtive nature of the two men and hackles rose up at the back of his neck. His instincts told him that big trouble was here. Clem quickly looked for his rifle and saw that it was too far for him to get before the men came at him. Seeing them talking secretively, tried backing up to a tree that didn't have time to make it. The first man was almost on him. Clem called his dog, Bozo, come. Instantly, Clem's dog came to him. Rod swung his fist at Clem, who parried with his own arm to blunt the thrust. Bozo knew his master was being threatened and clamped his jaws around Rod's leg, thrashing and twisting the leg. This threw Rod's bounce off and he slipped. Clem instantly grabbed Rod's wrist with his own right hand and wrapped his arm around Rod, twisting his body so that he faced away from him. Clem simultaneously thrust his left knee onto Rod's back, forming a vice. Clem grabbed his right wrist with his left hand and with great strength pulled his forearm across Rod's neck, choking off all wind. Rod, with both hands, tried to wrest Clem's arms from his neck. He thrashed and twisted, bringing both men to the ground. As they fell, Clem maneuvered so that he landed on top of Rod, further tightening Clem's arm on Rod. As they lay there, Rod said, I give up. Turn me loose, and you all can have the mules. All the while Bozo continued resting got Rod's leg, snarling the while until Clem commanded him to stop. As soon as the two men exchanged whispers, looking at Clem and her, Rachel knew that things were wrong. The second man was sneaking up behind Clem. Rachel grabbed her iron skillet, heaved it high over her head, and came up behind the second man who was intent on Clem. She brought that iron skillet down as hard as she could on his head, knocking him to the ground. She yelled, Clem! I got your back, I got your back, Clem, he's gone. Knowing that he would revive, she thought, He's down, I have to finish him. As he started to move, Rachel said, One more move and I'll hit you again. This time I'll hit you hard. This scared the man and he quietly. Rachel thought, You were going to get my Clem, were you? Not now. She yelled, Clem, he's gone, I got your back. Both the other guy and Clem heard what she said. Clem now concentrated on the man in front of them. When Clem had subdued Rod, Rachel joined Clem still holding the iron skillet as a weapon. They looked at each other with relief and amazement. Thank you, Lord, for watching over us, Clem said out loud. While they were getting over the shock of the fight and trying to figure out what to do, Rachel and Clem held each other tight. Rod and the other man saw Rachel and Clem's attention was not on them, so they took off running as hard as they could. Clem said, let them go. Maybe they've learned their lesson. Rachel whispered out loud, I'm sorry they came to this, Lord, but they were rotten. Bert, Dan, and the others came up. Dan said, whoa, what happened here? Betsy and Nancy, seeing Rachel's hair all akimbo, rushed to hold her in their arms, asking questions a mile a minute. Since the fight, Rachel's rapid breathing had returned to normal, and she appeared very calmly as she explained to the others what happened. Since the two men had abandoned their mules and ran away, it was now the responsibility of Clem and company to take care of them. They unpacked the mules and after giving them a meal from the grain they found on their backs, they hobbled them, tying them to trees. Then they set about securing the camp for the night. They still had a lot of discussion about the events of the day. Since Nancy had not fully recovered, they decided to spend the next day in camp. Also, by spending the next day in camp, it will allow them to repack the mule train. One thing became very clear. They had now acquired four mules, two of which had heavy packs of pelts. The other two mules carried camping gear. Twilight was fast approaching, and it was decided to figure out what to do about the mule train in the morning. So they made a camp, fixed a bite to eat for supper, and rolled up in their blankets and went to sleep. Thank mm-hmm.